0: what's up welcome back to no tracers we've got a guest coming back onto the show after two and a half years super excited to catch up with him let's get into it step into the world of decay abandonment and chaos the story of an urban explorer starts here at the beginning welcome to the podcast you've been looking for all along. This is No Tracers. Here, we take only photos. We leave only footprints. And remember, leave no All right. What's up? Welcome to the No Tracers podcast. My name is Kay. I'm your host. I'm known as No Tracers. You can find all my social media down in the description, but just for a quick rundown, No Dot Tracers on Instagram, No Tracers Urbex on YouTube, which I'm really trying to push and uh, No Tracers on TikTok if you guys are interested. There's also No tracers.com where you can read the blog. Uh, it's got tips and tricks for urban exploring. All my adventures are on there with photography and uh, yeah, go check it out. I've got merch and photo books and all kinds of cool stuff if you're interested in that. Um, otherwise, welcome to the show. This is No Tracers, the show about urban exploring. And, you know, I I love this show. I've been doing it since 2020, since COVID, uh, kind of shut everything down. I was like, oh, I, I don't know if I can go explore, but, you know, it'd be cool to talk to other people that do it as well. So that's where this stemmed from. And today's guest was actually one of my first guests on the show ever. Uh, his name is Unseen Explorer. You can find him on Instagram at Unseen underscore underscore Explorer. Two underscores in there. Go check out his stuff. Super cool dude. Great photographer. He was a photographer before he was an urban explorer. And uh, that just makes his photos even fucking cooler. So if you're new to the show, basically I have a list of questions I ask my guests. um, And then we just kind of rant a little bit and go on tangents. It's a podcast. It's what it's for. In this episode, we do touch on... uh, Urban Exploring kind of blowing up over the last couple of years. Um, and I just wanted to mention that Sam and Colby uh were just on the Joe Rogan podcast and I'm a huge fan of Joe Rogan. I've been following Sam and Colby for years as well, and uh it was really cool to see them on that show. I've been trying to get Sam and Colby on the podcast. I, I have DM'd them on Instagram, but I, you know, they probably get millions of DMs. Um but Sam and Colby, if you get this clip I would love to have you guys on the No Tracers podcast to share your story a little bit and kind of dive further into what you guys did as urban explorers and what you do now with the paranormal. I think it'd be cool to kind of get your perspective on a couple of things that I talk about on this show. So if you're interested, please reach out. And if you guys want to help out with that, if you're seeing this posted on Instagram or TikTok, please tag Sam and Colby for me. Uh, I would love to have them on the show. Thank you guys. If you're a new listener, please hit the subscribe button. We got new episodes for you every single Friday. And if you've been listening for a little while and you haven't left a rating and feedback yet, please do so. It helps the podcast grow. It helps us find other listeners just like you that are interested in this kind of stuff. Um, We are growing in the charts on the society and culture section of Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So thank you for that. Appreciate you guys. Before we get into it, just want to thank our partner, Liquid Death Mountain Water. If you've never heard of Liquid Death, it is canned water. Uh, one of my goals in 2023 is to drink more water. And Liquid Death is helping to provide me with more water. They can also provide you with water. If you go to liquiddeath.com, pick up a case of water, you can use code just the letter K for 10% off your order, or click the link in the description and it will automatically apply that coupon code for you. Thank you, Liquid Death. Thank you to you for listening to the show. Let's get into it. Unseen Explorer, please introduce yourself once again and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience.
1: Hey guys, uh, Unseen Explorer here. Um, been on the show before, uh, so I guess uh, now I've been exploring for about six, seven years. I never really know, but I'd say around six is a comfortable, <laughs> comfortable way to guess it, so...
0: So what makes you keep going back to abandoned places like what what draws you in still after all this time?
1: So um, I think originally when I said uh, my other uh, the other time uh, was the fact that like it was kind of like a saving grace in my life. Uh, It was uh, something that was an escape and now i would say my answer is a lot different um it definitely still is an escape from reality um i guess i can put it in the terms like that but um definitely more so now it's more of a craft kind of thing like i've honed in on something that is a niche for me and um i would just say it's the love of the art of it um I like taking pictures, um, and love exploring, but it's more so being amazed, like going back to, you know, better, I wouldn't actually, you know, what scratch that not better places, but like new places and still being amazed by the beauty of it, um, is definitely something that, um, I love a lot more now, uh, since exploring for a little bit now, um, I always like to be surprised. So like when somebody's like, oh, like we're going to go explore, you know, tomorrow or something, I'm like, don't show me any photos of like the (laughs) grand event, like the big event while we're there, Uh, you know, show me some play, you know, show me some pictures of like what it kind of looks like on the outside. But don't show me like the big picture, if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, I would say just, you know, being still surprised and still like in awe and shock that's kind of like why i keep going back it's like always like searching for cooler or like more unique places to be
0: yeah and you know you were on the show in like october 2020 you were one of the first guests on the show and like i just want to take a second to say like thank you for doing that because without the the first few guests like I don't know if this podcast would have like continued you know what I mean like I feel like you guys were pivotal in in the construction if you will of creating this show so just a quick thank you for for you know stepping up and and doing that
1: yeah of course um listening back to my old (laughs) old podcast I actually listened ah, listened to it the other week And I was like, wow, I was nervous to be on that. But like now, like times have changed. You know, it's a little bit different. I've been in this, you know, I would say field uh, for a little bit now. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot less nervous to be on the podcast, to be honest, now. Because now I'm like, okay, now I have more stories, of course. And, you know, more experience. So I definitely know what I'm talking about a little bit more. I was just a, it was like I was a nervous little kid. I was like. (laughs) oh my gosh I just got asked to be on a podcast like this is crazy like but no i i i am definitely more appreciative that you asked me and um i always keep up to date with uh the podcast as well and i'm glad you're doing well as well as well
0: thank you thank you appreciate that so what like tell me some of the the crazy places you've been since we last spoke um it's been like two and a half years, basically, since you've been on the show, and so I'm sure you've done a lot in that time. So, tell me, tell me some of the like crazier stuff you've hit.
1: Yeah, of course. Um, so uh, everybody knows it by now. Uh, so I gotta have a little story, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. But please. um, and then I'll kind of go into like a little bit more of the other stuff. But like first off, everybody kind of knows like this abandoned radar base. It's like everybody knows it. It's not like a secret anymore so hopefully that doesn't disclose locations if anybody doesn't you know but or the community doesn't get bad but um so we tried to up the ante i guess with that uh that was the first time i went i know a lot of people have gone um as of then but this was like our first big like trip like I always see other people going on like huge, like week long trips. And I'm like, Oh, I was always jealous of that. I was like, ah, oh, I can never get the time off to do that. But this time it was different. Got the time off. Um, this was probably like a year after I was on the podcast. I was super excited. We went up, did a little exploring trip, got to hit uh, certain locations up through New York, all the way up into um, where we were going And we got there. So we did it in the fall, um, during our radar base. And we, we brought, we were prepared to sleep up there because, uh, we didn't want to pay for a hotel. And we were like, oh, it's fall, you know, it's a little bit warm. We could definitely camp on top and then see the sunset in the morning. So we went up. And it got dark it gets dark around four thirty. So we were like, all right, well, we can't really do anything other than just sit there and eat and then go to bed. We get up there and it snowed, like heavy (laughs) snow. Not just like a little dusting. It snowed, snowed. And I'm just looking at all the guys that went and I'm like, what are we getting to do? And they're like, Well, we're gonna sleep here. So we we bunkered into the radar base inside. slept there and i think it got down to like uh 15 degrees with like negative wind chill Whew. and we said st- we had like six wool blankets like we had our bags <laughs> like stacked up around us to like have a like a, a fort oh my god but it was it was an experience i will never go back up there in that time period again but it was that that was like one of the biggest explorers as of yet i'm planning i'm in the works with doing something now uh with a couple of friends uh trying to travel across the different couple of different states uh coming up soon but um as far as that other than that i've hit like some really gorgeous churches um i got recently fell in love with uh doing theaters as Mm. well um i hit my first theater ever um and it was breathtaking i mean it was definitely like very decayed um but it was still something to see it was still something to like be in and you know being all of like what was created like the uh just the architecture and the you know the murals on the wall for theaters back then were you know, something they don't even make stuff like that anymore. Right. Um, so that was definitely cool. Um, like I said, I don't really want to give too much names because I don't I don't like to, you know, name drop for stuff. sure. But um, I definitely that was one. And then I hit a, a power plant um, as well. Like I've been to one before. That was like in ruin, though. Um, they're actually trying to save it right now. Um, but, uh, actually electric rust is doing like a documentary series on it. Oh, sick. Um, but after seeing the downfall of that, I was like, I gotta go to one that's like actually good. Like something that, you know, I can actually see. So we did, we went to uh one, I think we were, we were there for like nine hours. It was long. It was a long time um to be in there but i could spend i i could have spent all day like in in a power plant like it it was just nuts i don't know how how things like that are made like it was that cool like to see you know and it was different too like it was like stepping back in like a time machine i guess it's like how i could put it but no i've like been exploring quite a bit i did have a hiatus though I feel like everybody goes through one of those maybe Mm -hmm. maybe not everybody but I definitely did where I was just like focused on work and stuff but like this year and the past year I like fell in love with it again after like just working so much I was like you know what it's time to stop I need to just you know focus on stuff that I love and I went back out and I was like wow why did I ever stop
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's always you know one of the things about this hobby or, you know, being in this field as you called it, or I, I now like to call it a sport because I feel like it's a sport. Oh I feel my, like you got to yeah. be kind of athletic. You know, you got to be a little athletic to like do this. You know, you got to climb stuff and crawl through things, whatever. It's like a full, full contact sport at this point. But Yeah. I feel like, uh, a lot of people go through a hiatus or, you know, they, their focus kind of shifts on other things, especially in the beginning, like, and you know, even now, like a lot of people aren't getting paid to do this, you know? So it's like, we got to focus on our priorities and the priorities shift throughout our lives. And I think that this will always be the thing we come back to because it's it's something we are passionate about. It's something that gives us life and, you know, has saved a lot of people and given them a better, a bigger perspective or a different perspective of the world. And so I think it's like a very special thing that people don't understand unless they've done this before. Um, and then I wanted to touch on the uh, the power plant thing. Like, it, it is crazy, those things, like how they're built and how big they are. They're just massive, you know? Like, I explored one for... I was there for two days. Uh, This band rented out a power plant in Washington that's abandoned, but you can rent it out. They film movies there. Like somebody still takes care of the place basically. Yeah. Okay. And so I got to run around. They like invited me up to film behind the scenes and they were like, we know you love abandoned stuff. We, we don't know anyone else. We would want to be here to film behind the scenes for this. I was like, Oh my God, I'll be there. like, I'm on the way. And uh, so I got to run around this abandoned power plant for like two days. They had, you know, cooling towers because it was a nuclear plant so they had like one one fully built cooling tower and the other one was like half built they basically ran out of funding when they like built this place in the in the beginning um but yeah those places are insane it's absolutely amazing how they're built um and then (laughs) since we last spoke have you ever like have you been caught doing anything have you gotten like Uh, reprimanded for anything
1: i was actually gonna touch on that briefly okay. but i was gonna actually wait until I see if you asked that but yes so um <laughs> it always like i think last time i i talked about it that like you know i've never been caught you know it's kind yeah. of awesome and everything but you never know until it happens like uh-huh. like when you know it just hits the fan it's it, <laughs> it, just like wow all right yeah this is this is for this real is now. yeah we were in an asylum. Um, and I, so this was mostly partly my fault. Uh, a lot of, uh, my friends in the community make fun of me for it too now. Um, but, uh, I was just lazy because I I was on that hiatus. Right. So I was like, okay, once you're out of this kind of like, like you said, sport, like you have to condition yourself back into it
0: extremely
1: not what i did at all like (laughs) i just was like okay yeah i could i could do it you know it's just like old times but honest to god it's not like i was like wow this does definitely feel different so we yeah we were in this asylum for a while my idiotic self at the time um being an amateur again uh parked right next to it perfect (laughs) yeah exactly so it kind of sets up the scene for it so we definitely were seen going in uh because i parked right next to it and i didn't go i i didn't go in the right entrance some would say i guess um so that was like the downfall first we were in there nobody came in no nobody was in there and it was right next to like an active like i i don't even know what it was like an active place so, like, it was on the same grounds as an act. Like, the gate, like, mm. closed this place. So, they we like, went through the gate, went in, and um, we, uh, we're we starting to come out. And it's, like, mission impossible when you're trying to get out of these places sometimes. Because you can't, well, like, we got lost, like, because asylums are just nuts yeah. um, to try and maneuver. Especially if they're very, like, intricate design Mm -hmm. so um like kirk brides are very easy to get through because kirk bride for
0: (laughs) sure they're all the same
1: yeah they're all the same but other ones it's just super difficult so we tried to find our exit first and took that took like 30 40 minutes out of our time then we finally get out and i'm like going up to my car and i look over to the right and i'm like that's a cop car fuck (laughs) I was like, "That's that's a cop car," and my buddy's like, "Nah, dude, they're not here for us." I was like, "They're here for us." They're I was like, <laughs> "They're one hundred percent here for us." And my buddies are like, "Oh, like, you know, drive off," and I was like, uh, if I do that and we get caught running, we can get be in bigger trouble." So yeah, no sooner I t- I get in the, we all get in the car, the cop like go like drives away, and I turn on my car and i like move like i don't even move like a yard and they like two cop cars like swarm my car <laughs> like one in front one in back so i can't get out no and they're like get out of the car and i was like oh yep we're done i was like put your sd cards away i was like put your sd cards away like yeah, yeah, throw them yeah. into the seat so we uh threw them in the seat got out of the car um i told like because it's easy if you don't have an ID, they can't identify you. But I'm driving, so I had to give them ID. But I was like, fuck. trying to tell my buddies, I was like, don't give them your ID because you, you're you not driving. You don't need your ID. You could just yeah. be like, I don't have it. Mm. They, nope, they gave them. So they had all of our information. And then they're like, sit down against the car and put your hands behind your back. And I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, yeah, fuck. we're going to jail. I was like, we're definitely going to jail for this one. So three more police cars show up and i'm like oh (laughs) i like i like felt like the kid in the christmas story when he (laughs) catches his tongue to the pole and they're like oh the police showed up he's like oh god (laughs) yeah yeah i felt like that kid in that moment (laughs) i was like i am in so much deep crap i was like ah whatever it's too late now you know you might as well you know, suffer the consequences. So they were asking us a bunch of questions. We were of course telling them like, "Yeah, like we, we do this where they're like, well, where are you from? And I was like, well, you know, PA. And they're like, Oh, you guys are definitely farther away from home. I was like, yeah. So he was like, listen, I'm going to tell you what, like, it was like, I think it was like a Sergeant or Lieutenant chief. uh, he, He had like, um, different bars on his yeah shirt. so i knew it was high up and he's like let, let me tell you what if you show us the entrance we'll let you go with a warning but don't let me see you guys back here ever again wow and i was like wait really and he's like yeah he goes we could put you in jail right now like as it stands because you were next to an active like campus I, I i forget what it was that was active right next to it but like yeah you could get in deep. it was state property yeah so i was like yeah i'll show you the entrance totally showed them the wrong entrance <laughs> i was what like you know what i'm not gonna ruin it for other explorers i'm I gonna because we went into different entrance that yeah. you're supposed to, like like once you get into the place, like you go into this certain place, like entrance. So I was like, you know, I'm just gonna show him a wrong entrance because there was one open right next to it. So I was like, oh yeah, that's where we went in. And he's like, you guys went all the way, like two police officers followed me. And they're like, you guys went in in that? I was like, yeah. And he's like, oh, and he's like, man, you guys really do this for for fun. (laughs) I was like, yeah. He's like, you wouldn't catch me in there. I was like, well, you know, to each his own. (laughs) He he was just like, and then we were just laughing and having a good time on the way back. He goes, you guys are lucky. He goes, to be honest, he goes, if our sergeant didn't show up, the one that pulled you guys over, like he he's a he's a new guy, he would have he definitely oh for sure just for the clout hit you with like you know something and i was like yeah i'm going to consider myself lucky i won't come back he goes listen to be honest i don't care if you do but they have your information now so yeah just try not to but yeah we got back they gave us a little ticket i which did keep that ticket to remind me of the first time i ever got caught <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it was just a slap on the wrist but it was it was surreal because of the fact that they they had us in like you know uh, up against the car and everything they like, yeah. urged us and stuff so like Damn. it really set the tone like that we were screwed yeah but like once we got done like once like they like let us go and everything we went over to the gas station and my, my buddy leans over he goes do you need to go to the <laughs> go to Walmart to get new pants I was like maybe <laughs> but yeah ever yeah, yeah. yeah that that would be that um and that was that was recently that was uh last summer so
0: wow dude
1: <laughs> so yeah that that was a recent thing so yeah that now knock on wood i haven't yeah. seen anything since actually i got lucky with the police two times since since that happened one police officer was like i'm going to be gone for 2 hours if i come back and you're still here i'll find you. but if not i didn't see you
0: i love that and i'm like wow great yeah
1: (laughs) and another person another (laughs) cop saw us coming out and was like i didn't see anything
0: damn okay shit
1: and i was like how do i get so lucky with this but then didn't with that and i honestly think it's just because of the area i was in for sure and being next to like state-owned property that's Mm. probably why it was just a horrible and horrible timing too um we didn't pre dawn either. So we did it in open daylight when people were walking around. <laughs> so I amateur hour. It was definitely amateur hour for us.
0: Oh my God. Dude, it's it's crazy. So I know you like listen to the podcast, so you probably already know, but I wanna open an urban exploring museum one day. And I want people to like give their You know because people take shit Even though we're like not supposed to People take shit all the time Yeah. And I want to have people like send stuff in With like a photo of the place And like a little article about like the artifact And like the story of the place basically If you would send me that ticket (laughs) As like a cautionary tale of like You might get caught but like you might get away with it Like that would go so good in there
1: (laughs) 100 percent, i definitely would i would 100%. and it's like
0: the things will the things like i'm not keeping people shit like it's gonna be like a rotation of different stuff so like you send it in for like six months and then i send it back to you kind oh of i 100 so, like,
1: would dude bro like <laughs> like my host like everything's signed on there too there's like a signature Sick. too from like the state
0: Oh my God, that's incredible.
1: Yeah, it was some real deal stuff. I was like, man, I'm gonna like hang this up on my wall or send it to Yeah, <laughs> And that kind of works out. Yeah, I definitely would send that to you. That would be funny to see it.
0: That'd be so funny. Oh my God, with like a photo of the inside of the place or whatever. Um, okay, so you talked about, you know, getting into this place in the wrong entrance. Can you share your most creative entrance?
1: Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, this is actually recent too. Um, so a buddy of mine was telling me about this, um, this place, um, and just for, to keep the credentials, you know, secure and everything, I just won't say what it is, but he was just like, you're going to have to climb. And I was like, Oh, okay. Like, you know, I've rock climbed before. That's fine. Whatever. He's like, more preferably you'd need a ladder or like a grappling hook. And I was like...
0: A grappling, grappling hook? What? I was like, Okay, Batman. Yeah, I was
1: like, I'm not a superhero, but <laughs> how bad's this climb? I underestimated what he was saying <laughs> so much. Because like, on top of having to climb, where we had to climb was like, in the middle of like, A very active street. (laughs) So I was like, he didn't even tell me that after, like, first off either until we got there. Like, when I pulled up to where we were going to park, he was like, yeah, so, like, where we have to climb is, like, near an active street. I hope that doesn't bother you. I was like, what? I was like, you tell me this now? Oh, my God. So... We're, like, had, uh, like, this street just uh, every time we're trying to do something. I feel like I have an antenna on my head that's, like, oh, he's trying to do something right now. We should try and, like, bother that. But then when I'm not in a rush to do anything, nobody's there.
0: Yeah, of course.
1: So, we had to wait, like, 30 minutes just to climb up. So, and then, so, he he climbs up first to show me how to do it. And this is, like, two stories up. Oh, my God. (laughs) Into, like a window like a tiny little like window on the side of the building and i was like oh oh there's got to be another entrance and he's like no it's the only one it's the only one so cops are like i could sit like i could see cops like going back and i'm like oh no oh no <laughs> i don't want to do this um so he gets up and he's like, all right, just wait until the street's not active. Another 30 minutes goes by. I'm like, okay, yeah. all right, I'm just going to send it. Just going to do it. So I like felt like Spider-Man trying yeah. to <laughs> climb up this building. And I go up and I have my bag on and I'm like, oh, I can't do this one bag. So I, like, I had to throw my bag up to him. And the i was like even i i was like asking i was like how do you even do like because there's this one point where you can climb onto something and then you'd have to climb the rest of the way so like that was easy but then getting like i was like how big are your your fingers or like do you have like frog fingers or you can catch this stuff because this is like impossible there was like a little like there were tiny like two bricks and this could be luck like if there was not these two bricks climb like to grab onto to climb into this window you couldn't do it like you just couldn't do it but the way the building set it pushed these bricks out a little bit wild so I like put my fingers onto those and I swear I was like using just two fingers to hoist myself up into this window finally get in and he's like okay so that's that's the easy part <laughs> I, was, I was like, like no. i'm gonna
0: eat myself out this window now like i was like
1: dude what he's like yeah we have to climb down that but there's also like we have to like shimmy through this and shoot and i'm like okay dude like this place better be worth it it definitely was but just the amount of of like mission impossible stuff that i've had to like do just to get into like this place. i'm like okay like we're gonna be in here for hours then because yeah you have to be (laughs) like i'm making sure i get every single inch of this place on camera or it's just no never gonna never (laughs) never gonna happen (laughs) but yeah after that we had to like climb up this like sketchy ladder and then hoist ourselves down uh, it was you know it was just rough it was but it was worth it. it it definitely was the the risk was worth the reward in this case but sometimes and i definitely know you know what i'm talking about like some people will like i like there are certain people in the community that no matter what like a place is worth it to them yeah yeah and like Now I would say like, at one point I was like, okay, to just be at a place, but like now I like have certain standards of where I want to shoot, like what I want to shoot, but some people just talk it up to be like the best thing ever. And you go through all this crap and then it's eh. just
0: like an empty room. (laughs) It's
1: like, meh. (laughs) it's like mid to, to people. I'm like, ah, well I'm already in here. Might as well take something
0: yeah oh my god dude and i feel like you know only urban explorers will will kind of get this you get to a place and like you have to wait you know 30 minutes an hour whatever to get in and you reach that fuck it point where you're like i don't give a fuck i'm just i'm just gonna send it now
1: yeah you you've hit the fuck it button you're like all right send i'm
0: not waiting anymore i'm not waiting anymore i don't care a whole police brigade could drive by at this point i don't care i'm going in this place exactly yeah
1: you're just like all right i'm just gonna you know get into this place right in front of a cop
0: yeah you're like i'm just gonna wave at him as i as well yeah you're just
1: like waving back the the cop just asks what are you doing you're like what i've waited this long i gotta get in here it's been an hour At that point, I hope the cop would just be like, "Oh, if you've been waiting an hour just to see the, yeah, place, just, you know, go, go, yeah go, just go, yeah, just go in, whatever, just man, go, go,
0: yeah." Oh my god, it's it's crazy, you know. Like we were, you were talking earlier about, you know, these lucky instances you've had, like nice cops, you know, that, mm-hmm. that have been like, "I didn't see anything," or like, you know, "I'll be back in two hours. If you're not here, then I whatever." Uh, there's this asylum that I explored. It was one of the first places I ever explored. And uh, I was taking two friends there. One of them wanted to do a photo shoot for, like, her new album for her, you know, music that was coming out. Okay. So we we get there, park the car. We're walking around this. This place was, like, a town. They built, like, a town around this asylum. That's kind of how it used to be back in the day. They oh, yeah. had, like, their own water oh. tower and, like, you know, all this shit. So we're walking to, like, the patient's ward to get in, and this cop pulls up because the place is, like, you know, surveyed by cops. It's by a school. So they they, like, kind of patrol the area yeah because they know that kids will go into the place get hurt it's a whole thing whatever so this cop pulls up to us and he's like "Eh, you guys can't be back here and we were like oh yeah you know just bullshitting like oh yeah we heard about this place uh i'm a photographer this is my friend and our other friend we we thought this would be cool for some photos and the guy was like okay well um you can't go inside but if another cop pulls up uh I can't help you, but like go ahead basically. So, we were like, "All right, so he he drives away and we're like, well, we're going inside." We're, like, what do you mean? We have to go inside now.
1: Yeah, like
0: <laughs> You're like, "What? You're going to tell me not to stick my finger in the outlet? I'm going to stick my finger in the outlet." Yeah, Sorry.
1: exactly. That's like signing yourself up to do it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm like, "Okay, he basically gave us permission to go in the building."
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like, "Yeah, oh, you go in. I don't really care." Yeah.
0: So yeah, you know, sometimes we get lucky uh, other times. uh, So Sam and Colby actually just did Joe Rogan's fucking podcast.
1: Okay. Which is crazy, okay? So Yeah, I did see that. Dude,
0: so I'm like in the middle of the episode and they just got through like how they got arrested, why they pivoted into doing paranormal instead of abandoned stuff. Okay. So I, I don't know if you know the story, but basically they got arrested in Florida at a site yes. they were exploring. Good. It was yes. a construction site, so that's a felony cuz in Florida it's a, it's like federal property construction site. So they got they got slapped with felonies, so they were like, "Okay, well we can't do illegal shit anymore cuz now we have felonies on our books." So it's just wild. And I was like listening to this podcast, and like one of my goals is to be on Rogan's podcast. And so the whole time I was like, there's hope for me. Oh my God. <laughs> I got <laughs> to fucking do this podcast one day, you know? And I've got somebody that I work for that I do content for that is uh, trying to go on this year and will probably go on. And she's like, I'm going to take you with me. But all that to say that like it's cool that our sport, our hobby, whatever you want to call it, is getting the like more recognition but like at the same time and i'm sure you can agree with this i don't want more people to know about it because it's so saturated yes. and people are fucking up our buildings and like you know what i mean so yes. like what are your thoughts how do you feel about like the the explosion of urbex since like covid for example Ooh, like okay i feel like oh. covid really like launched it
1: i feel yes okay so this is like actually something i'm very passionate so i'm very i'm i'm happy you asked that actually um so i started abandoned exploring from a young age and then had that hiatus like during the younger period when i was in college but then got back into it you know before covid hit and then covid just hit and i was like well this just gives me more opportunity to go even more because right. police aren't gonna give a shit because you could just be mm-hmm. like oh i have covid <laughs> <laughs> Do they stay like five? They would be like, oh, yeah, 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 okay, okay, for sure, for sure, you're good. <laughs> but so, I have a love hate relationship, so I will say, like, um, personally, and I know like the community's huge and there are some like do's and don'ts, like, and like a couple of things that I like want to like point out quick before I go into like, I guess, the debate on it is the fact that so, like, one gatekeepers like the reason there is them is to protect the best places from being hurt by people that are novices and people that just don't know the do's and don'ts of this sport in a way you know and i i will say that i do like i don't share pins i like to keep things confidential At some point, you know, like when I first started, I did ask people, you know, and I I never knew how to search for abandoned stuff. You know, it it was kind of a hard thing. But now I'm kind Mm -hmm. of like in the I'm also in like a good group that like supports each other. Like we, you know, and find our spots, you know, now and now since I've been in it now long enough, I I do like tend to like only trust certain people with spots. So like I, I try to keep them confidential. So like that's one of the things that. I love when people post on TikTok, oh, where is this? It's like, I'll just send you to like a place in Korea quick. <laughs> like, I'll give you the pin to that. Like, <laughs> um, I think I, like one of my buddies um, did that on TikTok. He like posted like- um, That's fucking
0: awesome. Yeah, he
1: like showed a video of the place and then he like posted the, like a random pin to like somewhere stupid. <laughs> and like people were eating it up. Like he got so many views from it, but- Going in from that, like um also in the arabx community, I feel like people don't like new people coming in. I feel like that's yep. like a huge thing i I haven't noticed it as much because I was a photographer first before being an abandoned explorer. so like my pictures kind of helped push me into the community yeah, a little bit sure. more because people were like liking my pictures and they really yeah. liked how I did them. so that kind of helped with me. But I definitely see the heat from other new people trying to do it. And they're just like, nah, like, no, like, like some places, like, I like, like I said, six, I've been like doing this for six years now. And still to this day, I'll still have certain people say, Oh, there's a bunch of cameras and then I'll go and there'll be none.
0: Yeah. For <laughs> sure. Like, Oh, okay,
1: whatever. I guess, you know, just protect it from the, you know, people that are actually doing it. But that's just my grief. But how I feel now, like leading up from that to, uh, you know, it blowing up, I, I will say my love that it's blowing up is we're getting the recognition that we finally deserve. And mm-hmm. I'm saying that meaning like every urbex photographer slash videographer has true artistry. Like, and I will like say, like, uh, I'll give some props to some people, but like, I follow like Mun Monster and, um, yeah. you know, uh, I'm friends with Dragon Boy, um, his yeah. Instagram handle is and stuff like their Their pictures are insane, amazing. Yeah. They're insane. Like the creativity in their brains. I would love to pick it. Like, I would just like to wonder how, what goes into their photos. Yeah. And now we're finally getting recognized for that when like, you know, other photographers will take a picture of like landscape photography or like, you know, like a cityscape and they'll get like 12,000 lights (laughs) and it's just a city, but like we're risking our, our lives and like, you know, being in trouble to take these pictures of the things that were forgotten in life. And it feels good to be recognized now, finally, especially from like big name people, like especially Joe Rogan, like that, that's kind of crazy to think about to be in this community and like get recognized for the art that we're putting out. Because at the end of the day, we're, we're all artists in a way, you know, and like our, we're trying to put our emotions and feelings into the photos and the videos that we take. Now, some people do it for clout and, You know, that's, I feel like that's the wrong reasons, of Mm. course, to be in this community. You know, I got into it because I was very depressed and this was an escape. But no matter like how you get into it, people definitely are, I feel like people are starting to be like more appreciative of being in this, you know, community and like. It can get to- every every community can get toxic, but still to be recognized is amazing. Now, on the other hand, though the hate that I have for it is the fact that you have these people thinking they know what they're doing, and they think they could just walk into certain places, or you know, they go in and destroy it, or take things and you know, do some like screwed up stuff, which makes no sense um i just think that's childish one i mean there are graffiti artists out there but like graffiti something that isn't worth you know something to history yeah you know that's like saying like you know like i will bring it up because it's not doable at all anymore they have like their own SWAT team there but linwood hall that that ruined that Mm. that, like that's why they have like so much police there but why would you go in and ruin something like that? Was owned by one of the biggest stakeholders in the Titanic. Like that, yeah, that's history. That's yeah, amazing history to have. And for somebody to ruin it, that just makes me super upset. And that's why I don't like it blowing up as much. Um, like I am friends with YouTubers and and you know, TikTokers that do Urbex just on like those platforms, not Instagram or anything, but they still, you know understand like they don't name drop they don't do this they don't do certain things that will blow up the spot and that's like kind of where i hate it it's like you know that i i love history and i love you know getting to learn things about buildings and being knowledgeable about stuff on history and seeing places like that ruined it kind of it kind of is upsetting it's kind of like somebody passing away to be honest like when yeah, we're yeah like when i saw the the church in philly burn down mm. that that kind of hurt because like that was such a beautiful masterpiece that somebody built and then just somebody had carelessness and burnt it down
0: yeah it's just no insane. i I agree
1: so that's kind of yeah. like sorry i just got like super passionate about it but like that that's like where i kind of draw the line like i have a love hate relationship with it you know it's nice to be recognized but then again is it so nice to be recognized that these places are being destroyed
0: right no i i completely agree and you know it was very well said the way you put everything i remember when that asylum i mentioned earlier uh last year i believe it got yeah it was last like may i think some assholes set it on fire and like burned down uh, one of the main buildings at that place. And, uh, damn Gina hit me up and she was, she was like, I'm the first, you're the first person I'm hitting up about this. Like the, the news is talking about it. Like the news talked about, you know, showed the images of the fire and that one. I was like, it it definitely felt like somebody I love died. Like that, that was a great way that you put that. That's exactly how that feels. You know, it feels like something's being taken away from us
1: yeah because as urbexers i feel like we have more love for the place than the owner does sometimes oh
0: for sure for sure
1: yeah for sure and it's that's sad and you know i understand like they're trying to protect i understand why it's illegal like to put it into terms why it's like frowned upon to do it in the eyes of Mm -hmm. the law it's because they just don't want us to get hurt which is totally understand and Mm like. I've taken like that's what I went to school for like criminal law and stuff and um totally didn't go down that route but I remember in law like law school like you could like my my law professor told me he goes you technically could break into somebody's home slip and fall and sue them and sue
0: them yeah
1: so like we're there not legally and we could still sue like that's what they're kind of afraid for and I understand Correct. that but then at in the other turning point I like just for for sake of you know reason I'll add their name in but like I love I I wish more owners would do what Crescent Prisons is doing. Mm. Like up in Pittsburgh they yeah. are having a donation fee, you know, to donate to them or I think it is a fee or something like that, but they leave it left it totally abandoned. They did all the asbestos work so they got all that out of there so people can go in there. Yeah. But they let people just explore it. Same with the place that I'm going to on saturday and for those like that are listening you have to get permission for both of these spots just to give a disclaimer for your viewers um you have to email the owner and everything but like jw cooper school it's next to me uh oh yeah they're um they're doing a they do a donation fee that you go in but they leave you the place you know to you know explore learn the history tour it and everything and all you need to do is just you know donate to help renovate it and like mm-hmm. i'm from this area so like the jw cooper school was one of the it's actually one of the last boys and girls school in the coal region that is like from the or er, no late 1800s i think it was built Wow, i think it's oh it's very old Yeah, Um, But everything's still in there. And, like, I wish more owners were doing that. But, like, that kind of goes back into what I was saying. Like, some owners just don't care about it. Like, they just don't care. And that leaves us to, like, be the people that are – we're, like, local historians. Like, we're taking account of everything that was left. And I feel like a lot more people should learn from that because – History is not meant to be repeated. So, but that's why we document this. So, like, I I feel like that's another, like, it's a very hidden rule of thumb of Urbex is like, at least for me on my terms, I, I think in my head, I'm like, this is what it used to be like back then for asylums, especially and like different like practices, like hospitals and everything. We didn't we didn't treat people right, and like we shouldn't yeah. be repeating it. So like, that's just like a rule of thumb too. But sorry, Absolutely. I just went off at a tangent.
0: No, I love it. It's a podcast. It's literally made for tangents.
1: <laughs> love tangents. I love, love a
0: tangent. <laughs> so I know you. I asked you this the first time we did this, but I, I wonder if your answer has changed. Um, what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started?
1: Okay, so. Yeah, my answer did definitely change. Um, I forget actually what my answer one was for that I because I, I was trying to watch the podcast that I did with you before just to like not repeat myself. But sure. I definitely know this one's changed because I, I had just have a feeling I said something different. But knowing something like I, I um what I wish I knew when I started is to trust but not trust, if that makes sense. hmm So like anything could happen when you're exploring anything you could fall through the, you could fall through the floor. The cops could show up. You could, you know, and especially, you know, rest in peace. I I was a good friends uh, with uh, Michael, um, uh, urbexer that, uh, passed away recently, uh, urbexing. He would give to the like homeless. He would go and explore, um, but he would explore alone and like, you know, like that comes with balls of their own, you know, like yeah. definitely have to have guts to explore on your own. And I give props to people that do it, but, um, you have to trust, trust the people you're with, but not as much like, I don't know. It's just very hard to explain for me. Like, so like the people that I, I I go exploring with now, I definitely trust them 100%. I know they would never, you know, do anything to harm me, but like, Within the community, I would say, like, give the trust and respect to people, but, like, take it with a grain of salt.
0: Yeah, like, at a distance. At
1: a distance, yeah. And I've definitely learned that because, um, like, I never had – I actually never had beef with anybody in the community, but I definitely don't take people – that I don't know as well. And I've never ex- mm-hmm. like the people that I've never explored with. I definitely don't take, you know, there, there were like, I take it with, you know, a grain of salt. You just mean like, you know, I, I trust what you're saying is right, but I'm still going to be cautious. For sure. So, and I feel like everybody should learn from that. Like I would, and I feel like a lot of people do, but like in this field slash sport, you have to be cautious with anything. You know, make the friends that you are very close with and stuff and, you know, keep them close if you're, mm-hmm. you know, you know, work the, the you work the same way. But, you know, other people like I had a friend get their cops caught on them because they were like, oh, I'm going to this spot today. Like, I just want to know the entrance. and They told him the entrance, but I guess it was a low key spot and somebody called the cops on him. Dang. And like. I don't know who it was because they didn't want to you know spread their beef but like stuff like that like or or even like um and i will say that and also like be in the moment more Mm. that's like something like uh, when i was first exploring uh i was all about like i first got into exploring because of like exploring with josh sure and steve ronan proper people and everything i loved their videos um Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I want to be a YouTuber, YouTuber, YouTuber. Yeah, yeah. And when you're doing YouTube videos, you're all, your face is mostly in the camera the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> and when I was first starting, I feel like some of the places that I have pictures of, I wish I was actually able to take it in a lot more.
0: Mm.
1: And I didn't. Cause I know I didn't, I like got the video. I got the pictures and I got out of there. But if like, right. we're already in there, take it in, you know, exactly. Like breathe everything. Like, well, breathe Breathe in that asbestos baby. Yeah. You might have, you know, but like, you know, take <laughs> it in. I, maybe not breathe too hard because, you know, your lungs might <laughs> give It'll out collapse. from all the <laughs> asbestos going into Fuck. them. But, um, no, but I wish I would have took the time to take in, the places that I've been to. And yeah. the reason I say that now is because now I'm starting to learn that. And that's the whole reason I got into it. But I wish my younger self would have took that into an account because when I saw them, you know, like I saw Josh and Steve and, and the proper people, you know, filming and everything like that. I was like, man, like, they're so cool. Like, they do all this stuff and they go so many places. And I like, mm-hmm. I want to have that personality. I want people to know me. And it was more for, you know, like, I would say in the middle part, it was more for like, oh, like, I want people to notice me. But like, now, yeah. I'm, like, I don't really care if people yeah. notice me or not. I'm just like, I'm doing it for myself. Mm-hmm. And for sure. I should be doing it for the right reasons. And, that's like, I wish, like, I I always look in the mirror and I'm like, why didn't you do certain things you did? But that's kind of like, not really a regret because now like I'm starting to process it and I'm like, wow, you know what? I know what I'm doing now. I need to just, just take my time. Like, I just gotta breathe it in. And like now, like when I first started doing it, like I used to shoot a place in like, Forty minutes tops like i yeah, was, was like on. i was like going but now it's like some of my friends are like dude like are are we gonna go like what are we doing i was like <laughs> oh you know I, I gotta get you know everything everything i have to shoot certain exposures you know you know yeah. like I gotta, I gotta take my time and it and now i take like four or five hours i mean i said for the power plant it took me nine yeah and i'd even see like partly like i didn't even see all of it yeah and it took me that long so yeah i i wish i would have told myself back then that like hey take your time enjoy what you're doing because this is like a hobby and you should enjoy it like don't rush it just just be there in the moment and um yeah and I I'm really starting to do that and I fell in love with it even more so that's awesome yeah
0: hell yeah well hey thank you for coming back on the show after all this time it's been great to catch up with you hear some more crazy stories close calls and about your luck with the uh the sport and uh I I hope people go give you a follow and and kind of follow your journey uh where can they find you online drop your social media for everyone
1: so, um, our YouTubers are YouTube still in the works, but I will say on uh, my, uh, tick is, um, urban lens YouTube. So that's uh, one of my uh, socials. And, um, my Instagram is unseen underscore underscore Explorer. Um, it's two underscores. If you don't put it in it for some odd reason, it doesn't show up.
0: All good, man. Thank you. Appreciate you.
1: Yeah, of course. Thank you for letting me come back on and, you know, talk about my experiences. Always a joy, uh, getting to share, you know, stuff back and forth and especially with this, you know, sport. So. All right,
0: y'all. That was, uh, another episode with Unseen Explorer. A lot of laughs in this one. It was, uh, super fun to catch up with him and hear some of his news stories, his close calls and, you know, kind of go over, What we feel about the community, the future of the community, where it's going, it blowing up, that whole thing. So if you guys enjoyed this episode, please do me a massive favor and leave a rating and feedback on the show, especially if you're on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. It helps us grow and find more listeners just like you. Uh, There's a bunch of affiliate links in the description. You can buy me a coffee. Uh, You can also get a photo print or a book or some merchandise at notracers.com. I've got a bunch of blog posts up there uh, that I'll be doing throughout the year about tips for urban exploring and that kind of stuff. So if you want to go check that out, please do so. Thank you for listening to another episode. I'll talk to you next Friday with another one. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no trace.